It's 836. Good to have you with us this morning. Uh, Boxer, almost the end of the week. Uh, Buckeyes, Wisconsin on Saturday. Don't forget Bucks line with Legacy Retirement Group tonight at 6 o'clock. Man, what a mess with the Michigan sign-stealing operation, too. Uh, You've got this Washington Post story from yesterday that Michigan football has been using a sign-stealing operation involving in-person scouting and video recording coaches since at least last season. And then they did a little deeper that an outside investigation firm approached the NCAA with documents and videos from the computers accessed by multiple Michigan coaches, according to this report. Now, since then, head coach Jim Harbaugh has said that uh, in the statement he denied any knowledge of any sign-stealing operation. But Matt McCoy is going to break all that down at sports in less than 10 minutes on News Radio 610 WTVN. Well, on November 7th, Ohio could join 23 other states in the latest to legalize recreational marijuana. Some say it's difficult to judge just how legalizing marijuana will work across the nation. But if passed in Ohio, issue two, which you'll see on the ballot, would allow adults ages 21 and older to buy and possess two and a half ounces of cannabis, 15 grams of concentrate. It would also allow those 21 and older to grow up to six plants individually and no more than 12 in a household. Tax products, 10%, with revenue going towards administrative costs in addition. Now, you have those that are pro this who say, oh, it'll bring a lot to the economy. There's also those that are absolutely against that. And I want to welcome Jordan Davidson, who's Communications and Legislative Affairs Officer for SAM. SAM is the Smart Approaches to Marijuana, and they are against Issue 2. And uh, Jordan is with us on the LegacyRetirementGroup.com phone line. And if anyone can talk to you about the negative effects of marijuana and what's going on with Issue 2, he can. Because he was 17 when he entered a long-term addiction recovery after struggling with cannabis use disorder. Jordan, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me on today. Well, look, let, let's let's talk about you for a sec here. And then, you know, I, I described what's going on with issue two on the ballot for us in Ohio here. But you clearly are against this. How did this happen to you back when you were 17? You know, unfortunately, it's really a typical story. When I started high school, one of my closest friends, who someone I trusted and was a good guy, just didn't really know what he was getting into, introduced me to vaping e-cigarettes, specifically Juul. Uh, and that really opened me up um, to a bunch of other things, whether it was drinking alcohol or smoking marijuana. It was about the social circles that I got myself involved in, and that was something that was popular. Uh, I heard from my friends it was just a plant. It's not addictive. All these kind of industry talking points, quite frankly. And I internalized those things. And so I thought what I was doing wasn't harmful to me. I come from a long line of addiction in my family. My mother got sober when she was 19 years old in college. Uh, and we were always open and talking about our history of addiction. Uh, but unfortunately, I went down the same path. And I was lucky enough to have community supporting me and friends and family. And it's really because of that and people telling me I was going down the wrong path and checking me along the way that I was able to get help. But I got addicted to marijuana myself specifically that high-potency THC, which is the kind of active component that gets you high, vaping devices that are being sold in legal states right now and will be sold in Ohio if this ballot, if, if, if the voters uh, vote for legalization. Jordan Davis is with us from SAM. SAM is Smart Approaches to Marijuana. Uh, they are against Issue 2 on the ballot for Ohio here. You know, and, and you've been very successful, by the way, uh, with your, you know, fighting legislatively uh, on different pieces of a legislation, uh, your successful efforts to defeat congressional passage of uh, of the more you know state reforms, cannabis administration, and opportunity. 
But but specifically, when you break this down, Jordan, you know, if you were to legalize marijuana, I'm not talking medical marijuana, just legalize it recreationally. Didn't we spend years with the government clamping down on tobacco? Won't this be another big tobacco issue again? Absolutely. This really is another big tobacco. And I'm not just saying that for a metaphorical reason. Big tobacco is financially invested in the marijuana industry. When Canada legalized marijuana in 2018, that same week, Altria, the big tobacco company, the parent company of Marlboro and Philip Morris, invested nearly $2 billion to own a majority stake in the only licensed marijuana companies in Canada. Big Alcohol as well invested $4 billion. The former CEO of Purdue Pharma, the company that made OxyContin, which people credit with starting the opioid crisis, now owns his own chain of marijuana dispensaries. Right, So this industry is turning very quickly into addiction for profit, and they're following that big tobacco playbook. And just a a quick example as well on, on, on how this could really turn out poorly. In 1971, our country rightly banned tobacco ads on television and radio, right? A good step toward public health. Last year in the United States Congress, a U.S. senator introduced legislation to allow marijuana to be advertised on television and radio, right? We moved, back, we moved in the right direction with tobacco 50, over 50 years ago, and now we're moving in the wrong one. I'm totally back in time with our public health policies on marijuana. Uh, and I'm guessing that Senator, for example, and, and maybe other legislators, too, they, they see these dollar signs. They see maybe what's going on in Colorado. But let's face it, there are, you know, the, the dark issues, too. Ohio Governor's Mike DeWine, other opponents of issue, too, have, have it, me, too. I've raised this concern about legalizing recreational marijuana. And then one of my big issues is, is traffic safety. Does this mean there's going to be more DUIs and distracted drivers on the road? Absolutely. Not only will there just be more DUIs, unfortunately, there will be a lot more traffic deaths. Yeah. So what we've seen in states like California and Oregon and Washington and Colorado, we're seeing a 2x, 3x, 4x, even 5x increase in traffic deaths and DUIs related to marijuana uh, after legalization. Uh, A really scary statistic is that one study, actually two studies, uh, showed that if federal legalization were enacted, there would be an additional 7,000 traffic deaths in the United States. You know, what I hear a lot um, and what I've read a lot on issue two, actually, when people in Ohio are saying they, they kind of come at it from a libertarian point of view, that this is a victimless crime, that adults should be able to do what they want in the privacy of their own home. You know, that kind of argument might hold water with some people. But, uh, you know, the, the, the real issue is that it's not victimless, because if you are smoking and getting intoxicated and getting behind the wheel, you are putting others at risk, right? There are a lot of other implications for public health and public safety that I think a lot of people don't think through, and the industry certainly doesn't want to advertise. You know, we just went through a hot mess for years, and we still are, I should say, with opiates. And here we are talking about something else where especially our younger generations are are going to be more prone to being addicted, as you mentioned earlier, uh, Jordan, with regards to a marijuana. You know, I was looking at the... uh, a stat from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. And to add to what we were just saying, the combined effect of legalizing marijuana and the retail sales was a five, almost 6% increase in injury crash rates and 
a 4.1% increase in fatal crash rates. I mean, we have enough with distractions already. Do we really need to add to it with legalizing recreational marijuana? Yeah, it's a really big problem. And I'll tell you what else kind of factors into this. Um, the industry has said for years that marijuana is very safe. It's, you know, you hear all the time it's safer than alcohol, and I'm happy to chat about that if that's something you want to discuss because people say that all the time. Um, and people say that it's not addictive, just a plant, things I said, right? Now, that has led to a significant difference in, the, in, in surveys showing that people think that marijuana is not harmful even at all or not largely harmful. Big differences between people who think that versus what they think about alcohol or tobacco, yeah. right? And so yeah. if people don't think that it's harmful or even addictive or intoxicating, and then they use it, they are much more likely to drive under the influence, yeah. right? It, we see higher rates of, of even youth who think it's safer to drive under the influence of marijuana uh, than driving under the influence of other substances, when that's frankly not true. Yeah. Jordan, so we're, we're going to see a lot more risk. Jordan, I, I have to run, but one quick question here for you. Uh, marijuana of today is not the marijuana of the hippies and Woodstock of the 60s. Absolutely not. So THC, like I said, kind of the, the, the component of marijuana that gets you high in the 1970s, that Woodstock weed that we all know of uh, was about two to five percent potency. Right. The stuff that I was using that I got addicted to was around 99 percent. It's a totally different drug nowadays, and it's, it's, it's much more dangerous to mental and physical health.